Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. And today, this is our Tube Talk episode, where we review some of the latest TV show episodes and talk about some upcoming new shows and episodes. And I am here with Mr. Joel Cunningham. <laughs> I am here, and I'm here with Mr. Matt Hay. Indeed, how are you? I'm <laughs> doing good. How are you doing, Matt? Super awesome-tastic. Oh, that's really good. Yes, it's like super and awesome and fantastic. On a scale of 1 to 100, how fantastic are you? <laughs> 372. <laughs> that's like a 300%. Wow. Yes. Crazy, Matt. Well, I'm glad to be here, and I'm yeah. excited to be talking about a couple of cool shows that we've had a chance to watch over the last couple of days. Um, the one thing that we're doing with this show that's a little bit special is, so with a lot of the films we talk about after we've seen them, and then we talk about upcoming films with this show, specifically, we're going to be watching episodes of things throughout the course of the week right. and talking about those episodes. But then additionally, we're going to be going, you know, looking forward to um, this show or this episode that's coming out and talking about that as well. Yeah, for sure. Right. So all things television. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about talking about it. And uh, what do you, do you want to start off with first, Matt? Yeah, I think maybe I want to start off with uh, something new that happened uh, mm -hmm. about a week and a half ago. I was thinking, um, actually... Um, before we even dive into the review section, I just wanted to get your input on the um, the new Iron Fist yes. like trailer that dropped. Gotcha, yeah. Um, because we've had some marketing for it, but this one has a little bit more of the story elements to mm -hmm. it. And um, I definitely had some thoughts um, and sure. kind of what I was thinking about it, but um, I think I kind of wanted to hear from you first. Cool. So yeah, um, <laughs> Iron Fist, uh, the, the plot synopsis for this is a young man bestowed with like really incredible martial arts skills and a mystical force known as chi <laughs> yeah. um as he becomes basically known as the iron fist he becomes this really super high-end amazing kung fu artist martial artist guy and so uh, but he's an american so he comes from american parentage and through a roundabout set of circumstances and the thing is, is we don't know yet i mean so this is based upon a marvel comic yep. that became successful in its own right and it kind of plays into the whole marvel universe that they're starting to sort of build Within television and the Netflix know, brand, and the Netflix brand, yeah. yeah. And so DC already has this going. You know, they've got Arrow, they've got Supergirl, they've got um, Flash, Flash they've got right. So, and I think yeah. they even have their own like like assemblage of people. Right, right. You know, they have right, uh, yeah. Legends, and legends, they have right. um, Black Lightning coming soon too. Correct. Yeah. So they've kind of already got this going on, and they've been killing it on the TV market. Oh, whereas yeah. Marvel's been much more doing good things on the the film market. Yeah. So, Netflix has been doing well, but not like standard network TV. Yeah. Yeah. So with Iron Fist, I don't, I don't know a lot about Iron Fist. I'm not, I'm, I know some comic book characters pretty well, but you know, that character in particular, I don't know too much about. Um, I will say this so far as of yet, the Marvel shows that have come out have been well shot. Mm -hmm. They've been very well shot and they do dwell into some deeper issues. Like they don't hold back you know, like the first episode of Jessica Jones and right. there's a crazy situation with a little girl killing parents and things like that. And yeah. so, so they don't hold back, which I can appreciate as well, but this show didn't really, and with all Marvel shows, I'm kind of left wanting more in this sense right. of like, well, what's the deep theme? What's the deep purpose? And like, what's, where's the emotional connection, the human connection to other people. And it, it feels a lot of it feels like they're trying to go for something deep but they're kind of failing to kind of get into those deeper areas. Right. Um, the weird thing is, is Flash and a lot of the DC shows, they can be super cheesy. Or yeah. They just like, they can be. They're just, we know yeah. they're going to be cheesy, yeah. <laughs> but they still manage to get to this place where they they have a lot of depth to them. Yeah. This show doesn't, it doesn't feel like there's necessarily a lot there. 
um, to me as well, just right. based upon the initial trailer. I, I am excited to see this new cast of people kind of come out and give it a shot and I'll definitely watch the first couple episodes but there wasn't anything that I saw innately that I'm like wow I've really just been crying out for this kung fu style martial arts show right. you know or anything like that so I don't know Matt what what are your thoughts um, I'm actually looking forward to this more so than I feel like uh, Jessica Jones or like a Luke Cage yeah. um, and and I, I think it is this trailer that came out. You see some more of the story elements, like he's coming back into like the air, uh, you know, to this yeah, empire. Like the for, Batman right? thing. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly the vibe. The, I had the whole Batman Begins vibe happening, yeah, yeah. you know, where he's gone in some mystical place, you know, being trained by Ra's al Ghul. I just had that like same vibe and it kind of has that same feeling. Also some Arrow um, themes like... Um, like when when uh, Oliver went to Nanda Parbat and he got you know he his training and his you know the Ross Al Ghul stuff there and mm-hmm. and so there's it seems like there's a lot of Batman thematic like things happening here yeah. and I, I'm not familiar with the Iron Fist comment so it, it could it's entirely possible that it's it, the same you know? yeah there's a lot of there's definitely I think in the origin story for sure there's a lot of similarities I mean going off to a mystical land and kung fu and learning this right. art that's kind of like this select group of people and he becomes this guy iron fist who's kind of like this higher level sentient person right whereas batman he never quite got it never went into like the mysticism and that was one of the thing that was cool about batman is it was all based upon like practicalities right you know trickery and you know shadowy type stuff and this is and this just looks i mean i like the way it looks and uh, i think with some of the interviews i had some of the the way that it was filmed and some of the action stuff that they do it's it's inspired by a lot of like 70s era like uh kung fu yeah. movies and yeah. stuff like that and it has that vibe a little bit and um the, the effects i think look really cool like his, his hand like lights up and i don't know anything about it but maybe that's like you know when his <laughs> hand turns into the yeah, that's quote the, unquote iron fist yeah i don't i don't want to spoil anything too much but that would be part of his you know iron right. fist powers so i mean that that looks cool there's this a thing in the trailer where he like hits the ground and then everybody around him like flies up in the air all yeah. like disheveled and yeah. busted up. But <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, it's cool to see that. Obviously you get a glimpse of Rosario Dawson. She's, she's like the connecting thread now to every single one of these like new defenders. Yeah. Um, she kind of has a route, like a moment at least where she interacts with some she's of the She's like characters. the Sam Jackson yeah. of the TV yeah. universe. Yeah. Uh, so it's anyways, um, I'm excited for it. I, I'm I'm pumped. I feel like it's been a long time since I've seen Luke Cage. I don't know why, even though it just came out this last year. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to see them tie this all in and and lead us into the Defenders. Cool. I'm I'll give it a watch. Yeah. I think on a scale of like one to ten, excitement level, I'm at like a six point five. Oh, cool. I'm I'm probably closer to seven cool. or eight, closer somewhere in there. Awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that that's kind of our talk on some of the upcoming. TV uh, coming out, but I want to dive into the reviews because there's uh, a new show that I'm really excited to talk about mm-hmm. just because there's a lot of anticipation going into it. And that show is Legion. Yes. Now we are actually two episodes deep into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and just for the sake of of recapping a little bit, it, it focuses on um, David Holly. Right, David Holler. Holler, sorry, yeah, no worries. <laughs> David Holler. <laughs> I'm the Holler. And um, he's he. And this this takes place in the X Men universe, mm-hmm. not necessarily the cinematic universe, but just the X Men universe as a whole. And um, and he is dealing with what he thinks is schizophrenia, and it turns out he's learning that uh, it's it's not the mental uh, uh, disorder that he thought it was. It's, yeah. he's a mutant and he has abilities. Um, really crazy abilities. Really crazy abilities yeah. for sure. Um, and just I know from 
the past. I don't know what they're going to do with this in the show, but in the comics, his his dad is Professor X. But um, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to tie Yeah, in. we'll see if they put Xavier in. Right. And then... Um, the uh, anyway, so I I actually am caught up on this. I think you are too, right? Yes. So we, we both watched the first two episodes. Correct. Yeah. Um, thoughts, kind of initial initial thoughts on this thing. Yeah. So my initial thoughts, it was interesting. The first episode I really enjoyed. Okay. And I really liked, and I thought it was an effective way to kind of introduce you into this character and kind of let you know what is going to be happening with him. And the one. The one, so I'll talk about the goods first. How about right, that? Right. So I thought Dan Stevens, amazing acting job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just killed it as the character. Very believable, very understandable that he's dealing with all these different ideas and thoughts and mental issues. Yeah. Um, Rachel Keller, I also thought she yeah. was really great. Um, she was from Fargo, which is basically where, you know, our showrunner kind of gets his connection to um, to her from. And I'm imagining Noah just kind of brought her over. Noah Holly's the, yeah. the showrunner. Yep. So he probably brought her over. And But I think she does a great job. I think she's very effective at the role. And I think um, the additional cast of characters that they're kind of building around there with the, t- the government agencies. I mean, the guy, I forget his name, but the 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 guy that doesn't really say anything that's got the crazy hair. And he's, he's like the eye, I think is what they call him. Yeah. So he is just like, he's great. And he's really intimidating and he's really scary. And I don't know who the character is yet as well, but the the visual of the fat man that they keep jumping to yeah. is really freaky. It's very scary. It's very scary. Yeah. And it was, the show was a lot, I think, scarier than I, it's not like really scary, but there's right. definitely suspenseful moments. And there's moments where they, they give you this real sense of kind of like, oh my goodness, what's about to happen? Right, right. You know, that I'm not going to want to go into MRI scanner anytime right. soon. And so, so I like that. And I really liked the emotion that it feels. And I think as well, the cinematography at times was gorgeous. It was oh, really yeah. well shot and really visually stunning at times, the way that they composed certain shots and made you feel like you're kind of experiencing a bit of maybe what um, David's kind of going through, right. you know, with the disjointedness of his schizophrenia or whatever he's dealing with. Right, right. Um, and then the music as well. I felt like there was really great moments with the music where it kind of plays into uh, the time periods. I got and some Stranger Things vibes with the music a little bit. I could see that for yeah. sure. I mean, there's kind of this setting where it's kind of like set in like the 1970s kind yeah. of thing and they kind of jump around a bit, but it, it definitely feels like they've got this future thing and then this like 1970 things, 70s thing kind of going on. So, right. Those are the goods for me. The bad, really, and this isn't huge. It's still early, so they could just be going in a different direction for these couple episodes. But the really bad thing is, you know, we talked about this over text really quickly, the idea of style over substance. Right. And I feel like there's definitely times with the show where they go way too far with the whole style and stylistic, Mm -hmm. and they don't rely enough on substance. And so you don't get a sense of really getting in deep enough with the characters you know, at this point in the show, it's the second episode. I would have hoped to kind of know David beyond more than just, well, here's the struggles he has with as this mutant person. I would right. have hoped to have thought of, we'll find out a little bit more about like, okay, well, his he had this difficult relationship with his parents. or And they've given little like touches of that with his father and the, right. the stars and everything like that. But you really don't get a sense of where where he comes from or who he is. And that's the, the truth of anybody. Right. You know, it's very early. So again, they, they, this could be coming. There could be holding these cards close to their chest. But there's also definitely moments where it feels like they just kind of show things to show it. Right. And to be like, oh, look how cool this is. Like in the first episode, you know, David ends up doing this. And we're going to spoilers here. Yeah, spoilers, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so he ends up doing this thing where he kind of switches bodies with um, Rachel Keller's character, Sid. And there's this moment where he's kind of like in her body and they're like going through the hallway to kind of like look around this mental institute that this craziness is happening in and there's these lights that keep going off on the floor 
and it doesn't even make sense. Right. Like I'm like literally like, why would there be lights on the floor right, now? They right, weren't. Right. It's not like he moved them there from somewhere. They just they're there now. And there's things like that that kind of happen throughout. There's moments where it's just like, okay, well, I guess that's going to be there because we just wanted kind of a a cool visual. Right. And they definitely do tie in sometimes, but then other times it's just you're kind of left wondering. Did they just do that because it looks cool? Because it feels cool, or right. is there really something to it? So, Matt, what are your thoughts? Uh, a lot of the same thoughts, actually. Um, I, I do really like it, but my my problem with this this series, and again, it's too early to make a judgment call. Just, and I'm not entirely sure how they're going to plan on, on pulling this out because there's only like six to eight episodes in the season. I think. Yeah. So yeah, well, they're um, long episodes. Right. Know? They're an hour. So, so yeah. the thing with this show. Um, that's frustrating to me is is exactly the style over substance aspect of it. Um, the 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 style is it's kind of got that abstract artsy style which works especially when they're doing when when you're saying it's great cinematography absolutely mm-hmm. when it ties into that it looks it looks fantastic. Um, but also the storytelling is a little bit non-linear. Yeah. And, in, and on top of that, it's kind of like from the perspective of David's character who thinks he's losing his mind. Yeah. And. And so you have all of these things put together. I could see this as being potentially really confusing to people. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. I, I was, I, I actually wanted to go back and rewatch the first one before I, I did the second one. I, mm. I didn't because for the sake of time, I seemed, <laughs> I wanted to watch the second one. <laughs> yeah. But I, um, it's, it's almost like they, they give you all the pieces to this puzzle, this, you know, 10,000 piece puzzle. You get a, a little bit of it here. And you're like, okay, they've established this. And then you go way to the other side of the puzzle and, you know, and you got this other thing. You're like, how are these even related or what's, what's happening? Is this the same time? Yeah. Like what's, it's, and then later, if you stick, stick it through it long enough, you get something that says, (laughs) yeah, oh, okay, this is how this is tied together. That actually took place in the past. This take place, you know, in the future, you know, or in the current times or whatever. I could see that being really confusing. I, and for me personally, I'm having a hard time connecting with the characters because I'm, feel like I'm being thrown around so much. Yeah. Um, there are definitely some scary elements, especially in the second episode. There's this unknown like entity thing. Whenever it shows up, it's like growling. Yeah. And it's like in the dark. And you're yeah. like, what yeah. is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it's, yes. Uh, so there are the, some tense moments, uh, some cool visuals for sure. Um, that whole kitchen sequence that he kind of blows stuff up yeah. in that scene was pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we just might have to wait, see, see how this kind of pans out. Um, yeah. And go from there, you know? I totally agree. I think what the problem, the problem is in a way with that fact, the, the fact that they're doing sort of style over substance at times is because of this show being so complex and because there's so many crazy things happening at times that just are otherworldly and not normal, it's hard to know sometimes whether, and they might be doing this on purpose, but it's hard to know whether or not this is something that's real. Right. Or it's something that's fake, or if you're just thinking something, you, you, you're kind of left not knowing what direction to go in with things. Right. And so it gets very cluttered, it gets very confusing. Like there's a scene where in the second episode, you know, David's going through the MRI scanner, and we talked about that, you yeah. know, and he kind of has this moment where he starts seeing these visions and this stuff starts happening, and you're left like, okay, there's this, obviously something's happening here and right. something's gonna go bad. But you get no description of it, no explanation of it. You still don't know what's going stuff. on. There's a lot of implied things. And then a moment later, he's just laying on the floor and it's bright. And you're like, did he teleport somewhere? <laughs> right. Did the lights come on? Did Is he in his head? Right. And then you see, okay, the MRI scanner is outside on the ground. And so you're like, oh, okay, the, he teleported the MRI scanner. But you're like, well, what are the impacts of that? Did 
did that change something? His mind changed. Did he recognize that? Did he do that on purpose? Right. And there's a lot of things like that that are starting to happen where it's kind of like you don't know what they tie into or why they're there. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so I I like it. I think visually, style-wise, it's great. I think the acting-wise, it's great. I think there's moments as well. We talked about this with the CG. Um, we talked about this before where it, the CG feels a little not great. Yeah, that end sequence of the first episode, I was like, nee. yeah, they're going for like a one shot thing. Yeah, um, but you could definitely tell a lot of it was bad. You know, the, yeah. the people looked rubbery, and right. and it's like you know, uh, TV visuals have gotten a lot better in yeah. comparison. Yeah, but for the most part, they're still not anywhere near right. what they've been for film. And you could definitely tell there's a couple moments. I think the most effective shots are the ones that look very practical and look very yeah. real, like the scene where he's in the kitchen yeah. and he's kind of exploding everything. Yeah. You know, the moments, usually those are actually the best visual scene is when he has those kind of like telekinetic moments where he right. just flips out and everything blows up. Like those are really beautiful visual yeah. scenes. And, so, And one thing before we move on is I do want to say, yes, Dan Stevens is incredible. Uh, first saw him in Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in The Guest, kind of a cool little thriller yeah. uh, movie. And then... Um, and this, he's also the beast in Beauty and the Beast. He is, Dan yeah. Stevens is all over the place. <laughs> His range is being shown like I've never seen in such a short time frame, I, I feel like. And he, he can do so much. So he's... He's he's a powerhouse. I think he's gonna be he's gonna have a long, very successful career, regardless of how this turns out. You know. Yeah, I'd say, and regardless of how well Beauty and the Beast turns out, right, I think yeah. you know this is a show that's gonna be. It's probably gonna win some awards. I don't know what exactly awards, right. but it'll probably win. I'm I'm guessing a number of people will be nominated. I think the one thing I can say is that they're reaching for it. They're really yeah. going there. They're, this is just does not feel like it's pandering to different types of things. They're really trying a new spin on this whole genre of right superhero and superhero films and x-men so yeah. i'm excited about it I, I will keep watching i'm excited to kind of see where they go with it i'm just hoping that maybe they kind of tone down a little bit of the overall style and really focus in on just kind of like i'm fine with them adding enough confusion to make it like okay is this real is this not real right but just let me connect right let me allow me to connect with the story story allow me to connect with the characters a little bit and right we'll, we'll see how it goes cool yeah so uh the next thing i want to talk about is we actually had another show return um, yes. Uh, this Sunday. Um, and that is the second half of season seven of The Walking Dead. Ooh. Um, something that we probably <laughs> haven't been, you know, looking forward to extremely. I have not. Um, yeah. I... Just because of the way the first half of yeah. season seven played out. But uh, let me just say, I am I am happy with this episode. I'm happy with where it's pointed. Yes. So the... <laughs> this is frustrating to me. Yeah. I, I like the episode. And I actually liked it enough that it kind of further upset me about what we'd seen in the events know, of the right. prior season. You got to let it go, man. I know I got to let it go, but it just, the last half of the season just felt so wasted. Yeah. And it felt like this is a plot that they could have just started so soon ago. Like yeah. they could have, they could have gotten going on this plot and had it been a huge part of the first half of the season. Right. To do this new thing, which we've never seen before, which is basically, you know, the the whole group of them needs to basically bring together other groups mm-hmm. and fight off this other group of people. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, why not have that be the main point of like the first half of the season? Yeah. They didn't have to do this thing where they just force all these characters to go through these like needlessly long <laughs> story arcs of like going out here and yeah. struggling with things. And Rick is like, oh my gosh, people are dying. And he's yeah. like, you know, I get PTSD. Yeah. I understand that. Like I'm, I would just say that that's untrue. That's, that's true. But 
you didn't, it didn't make for interesting film right. showing him going through that it again and, and not trying to berate anybody that's going through that definitely yeah. definitely yeah. not but like the the idea is like give him an episode or two to kind of recover from this he's seen people die before he's had people that he's his wife was killed right. you know what i mean right. he's he's seen a ton of people that he's cared a lot he had to kill a lot of people that he cared about you know yeah. what i mean yep. so it's like give him a moment but then move on and don't just struggle um, but I really liked it and to talk about, so to talk about the actual episode of yeah. that. So I really liked the way that they started presenting this new idea of trying to bring everybody together. I yep. felt like they didn't get bogged down in details of, you know, these pointless types of things with the different, um, personalities and the personality types. It's like they are who they are yep. and they're going to join together. And the one thing that they've kind of moved towards that they used to do so strongly with the show is that each episode kind of had its own theme yeah. and kind of had its own feel. Like this episode, we're going to talk about this and this episode, we're going to talk about that. This episode didn't feel that way. Right. It felt like they're very much like starting a much bigger story yeah. that's going to move forward into the coming episodes. And so it does give me excitement and purpose for like the upcoming episodes. There was one scene in particular. Oh man, I yeah, think I know what you're talking about. about. Yeah. <laughs> Which was like really cool. Yeah. And that was the scene where they uh, basically had a, a, like a horde of zombies. And, and just so you guys know, we, we will be talking about spoilers in the in the t- in tube talk. So yes, so enough. just be warned. Okay, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, pre warned. We will put you know all the different disclaimers all over the place yeah. we can. But uh, they had the scene basically where they're driving down the road in um, I think it's it's him and Michonne and Michonne and they're both in a car and they were working to disarm, which I thought was a really good suspenseful scene. They're yeah. trying to get these bombs and it made sense. They yeah. need the bombs. They need weapons. Yep. So they're trying to disarm these bombs and they finally do it. But then this whole horde of zombies is basically like on thousands. them. Like thousands. Like thousands, right? Yeah. And this is the one thing as well that it always, like, always ticked me off about the show. They spend all these episodes building up like that they've had to survive and make it through all these hordes of zombies. But then they'll have an episode or a moment where like one zombie shows up and everybody's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm right. going to die, right? <laughs> but so then this scene came along and it felt very realistic. I mean, he's literally fighting his way through him and Michonne are like fighting their way through like zombies everywhere that are like reaching for him and grabbing for him and trying to bite him. I'm like, that seems realistic. Like, it seems like if you were surrounded by zombies, that's what you'd have to go through, but you would have to fight them off, but it wouldn't be like, Oh my gosh, one zombie, it's going to eat me and I'm going to die. So they get in the cars and they're driving down the road though. With the cable. With the cable, with the bombs had been strapped to, and they're basically just chopping all the zombies. In half. In half. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Sorry. So I thought that was beautiful and effective. And I thought that's really the, the word that I will use for this episode. It was effective. Yeah. And they got across what they need to get across and they moved the story forward. So what, what are your thoughts, Matt? Um, just to just to go right off of that scene, that's got to be one of my favorite Walking Dead oh, scenes yeah. I've seen in years. Yes, absolutely. It yeah. is. Inc- it was incredible. I saw that and I was I was, <laughs> I was at work. <laughs> yeah. I was like I was like oh my gosh, <laughs> and I was like stood up. People were looking at me, and I'm like, you just have to. You've had to have been there, okay? <laughs> you had to be here. Yeah, watching but... Watching me watch this. <laughs> I know. It was, it was great. Yes, the tension in the episode was great. Um, I do like the little cliffhanger that they had yeah. um, with them being surrounded and yeah. like, oh, great, this is not good. And then Rick's got this little grin on his face. Yeah. You're like, what? You're yeah, like, what? I like the grin. I think that's basically he, he's realizing we can do this. Like, right. This is my army. This is my people that I can bring together to to fight, you know, for the season, yeah. against the seniors, um, yeah. And I do like... Yes, I... I I understand the first half of the season was to dis- completely and utterly destroy Rick and his self-esteem and his yeah. and his confidence at all. Yeah. Um, just break him. Yeah. He was broken. Yeah. And then at the end of uh, the first half, we see him kind of recovering a little bit. But I do like that he's awesome. We got our Rick back for the most part, but I do like that they showed that shade of him like second guessing his decision. Yeah. At you know, after they cut all the zombies. Right, in half. which Michonne then yeah. has to come and get and, him. Yeah. and kind of like yeah. reaffirm him right. and 
uh, I do really like seeing that because I was like, okay, good. He's not just flipping on a switch because he was broken. You know, he has to go through somewhat of a repair process. But for the most part, I think we have a Rick back. And I think mm-hmm. the show needed that because that's who I'm always rooting for is, you know, Rick. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's, if it's in Daryl, we got Daryl back. We got him being <laughs> sassy. Yeah. You know, to We needed to Greg. that. I know. Nobody wants to see Mopey, you know, Mopey Daryl. Yeah, I know. And, yeah. and so we got him back, um, you know, doing, doing his Daryl stuff. And I just, I just liked it. I really like where it's headed. They're, they're really setting this thing up to, to bring it to uh, a head later on in the season. I don't know if they're going to kill Negan off or not because I feel like he's too much, there's too much weight behind him yeah. as a villain. I don't want to spoil anything. I mean, he's been in the comic book. I know. And so. I know, I know what happens in the comic book, but I don't, I don't, they've taken enough liberties from the comic book to, to decide something. So I don't know what they'll do. Well, right. I guess we'll have to wait and see on that, but yeah, I'm excited for where they're going. Um, and, and hopefully we'll, we'll be like, okay, good. I'm, I'm on board with Walking Dead again. <laughs> yeah, same here. I mean, for once, I'm excited to actually watch the next episode of yeah. Walking Dead, which is a good feeling. It's a great feeling. Because it has not been like that for I the know. last, oh, geez, couple months. Several months, for yeah. sure. So um, moving on to the next, I, I have two shows that I kind of want to piggyback off of kind of back-to-back. Um, and that's actually, uh, and we've talked about them, is it's Santa Clarita Diet yep. and uh, 24 Legacy. And I want to kind of talk about those back-to-back because... I don't have a lot to add to them, but I did because last time we talked about Santa Clarita Diet, I had only seen one episode, and yeah. it really wasn't my jam. Yeah, um, and not just jammy jam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I ended up finishing it, and I wanted okay. to give it a shot because I had multiple people tell me to keep watching it. Um, I will say that once you get over the 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 element that everybody's a cartoon character, but nobody's a real person. And this yeah. is just not basically like a real world. People don't act like real people do once you get over that. And I feel like maybe that might be kind of the same way that I initially was in arrested development. And you had mentioned that previously yep. as yeah. well. It's kind of that everybody's this really just exaggerated character. Once you get over that, it does have its moments. I will say that um, it does get better once you can adjust your perspective and, and mind mindset, I guess. Um, it does have its moments. It is pretty funny at times. Um, it's it's not like Arrested Development funny, but it is. It does have its moments, and it's kind of dark humor, I guess. Um, I, I still don't know if I would I would be like, yeah, you need to watch this show. But um, for the most part, I, I mean, it, it's all right. It's all right. It did get better. I didn't. I don't dislike it as much as I did when I just watched the first episode. But it does get better. Um, it's really interesting the choices that Netflix has as far as. Um, what what they're choosing, you know, their programming, and I do like that they're being bold about things. But yeah, um, this just as a whole probably isn't my jam. Did you watch this, Joel? Yeah, so I watched. So after we talked about it, yeah. and I'd seen it, I didn't get a chance to do much, but I did watch the first episode, and then I had a chance to go in and look a bit about you know the production and everything right. that's going into it. And I and I noticed that the showrunner for this is a guy named Victor Fresco. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was, is I actually mentioned this with the rest of development, um, the show Better Off Ted. Yeah. Um, there was another show that came out that was very much like this yeah. in my mind. And it turns out the showrunner, Victor, is actually a producer for Better Off Ted. Right. So okay. he was also a showrunner for My Name is Earl. And so if if I had had that in mind, I think, knowing those types of shows, like knowing that that's the kind of show that this is in a way connected to, mm-hmm. then I probably would have been better prepared for it because right. I, w- I looked at that after I'd watched the episode. Um, the episode itself really didn't do a lot for me and it definitely left me not super excited to kind of like continue right, watching that's it. that's how I felt. Yeah, it it was unnecessarily weird and grotesque at times. Yeah, yep. It felt like I didn't get a sense of anybody 
having any depth or any purpose being in the show. But again, if I had gone into it knowing that it was like a better off Ted or something like that, then maybe I would have, I would have approached it differently. I would have looked at it as being a different thing. Um, And I do, I will say the marketing was showing that, I mean, they're not taking this seriously. You know what I mean? I've got a picture of the the, two main characters walking with a bloody cooler. You know what I mean? Like, like, so I, I get that. I think as well though, the characters didn't do anything for me. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't excited about it. I also really didn't like how they played off of the idea of zombies. I mean, zombies are this thing we've seen in so many different iterations. Yeah. In so many different. We're just talking about Walking Dead. Yeah. You know, there's so many different things that are kind of like part and parcel to being a zombie. Yeah. And I really didn't care for how. And it's not like I'm like, oh my gosh, zombies have to be done this way, and they have. To, but right. it really didn't make any sense. It's like, okay, well, instead of her being uptight now, she's suddenly super jovial and right. likes to just run around and do crazy things and stay out yeah. at night, and that's what it means to be a zombie. But I also have to eat blood, like right, you know, right. eat brains. Like I didn't get that, and I didn't enjoy it very much, and it didn't really do anything for me as far as like the overall characters. Right. There wasn't anything about them that really was funny. Yeah, like, that was the other thing is I didn't laugh. I think one time I laughed. No, maybe no, the pilot, not not at all. Yeah, I mean there was maybe like one little moment where I kind of like had a bit of a chuckle. Yeah. Um, and I think that was during the interaction that's between um I forget the guy, but um Joel. Yeah, well yeah. Joel, but basically yeah. <laughs> uh Tim Alafonte and then um. Uh, Drew Barrymore? Tim Oliphant. No, and the guy from Firefly. Can't oh, oh yeah, 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 Nathan Fillion. Yes, Nathan Fillion. I thought that the interaction that they had in the bar was yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. funny, how he keeps trying to like force them to get into a fight. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to fight you. I'm an adult. And yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. what? Because you're going to fight me? And, and it's so, yeah. Lose, yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, because you'd lose. So I thought that was cute. But then it left me, and I will say this, the last shot of the first episode left me very underwhelmed about continuing on with it. Right. When basically, I'm going to spoil it. Sorry, but you know, when he, when she's eating him yeah, and she looks up and she's got like blood all over her and she's like, so I'm sorry. Yeah. And he's like, what? Come on. I'm like, you walk in and right. you see somebody eating somebody and you're just like, oh, come on. That was, you know, that was this part of the thing with it. It's just, yeah. just, everything's not real. Everything's, and that was a problem I had with it. And it does, it does add some. Uh, for some humor elements later on and you get a little bit more of the mythology about why she is the way she is. You don't know exactly why yet, but we yeah. do know a little bit more by the end of the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, um, I, I I don't feel like I would just recommend it. I, just on my my own personal thing, I couldn't say, hey, you know, go watch this show. I don't, I don't think it'd be a, a great idea. That's interesting. Especially. It's got, I mean, because it's got some pretty decent rating on you know like imdb here it's it's, gotta... it's some people's jams i know a lot of people that love it you know yeah. and um it's just not my thing but for the sake of uh move on to the next thing here i want to yeah. get a chance to talk about um 24 legacy a little yeah. bit yeah because i am caught up on that and uh again i've mentioned this previous i'm a huge 24 fan was huge fan when it was ba- um uh, when it was on originally and then when it came back uh, again and, and again and it was just one of those things where I was like yeah anytime I couldn't get enough 24 even as it got redundant and kind of you know iffy in some places so this this one we're three episodes in um, and every episode so far at the end of it I'm like I guess we'll just have to wait and see how the rest of the season turns out mm. it's a lot of the same stuff yeah. um, a lot of the same stuff what we you got. mean the same stuff from the original series yeah, not like not like uh, people, but like scenarios that happen. Right. There's a mole. Uh, there's someone who's falsely accused. Um, there is a situation where a guy has to, you know, just in the last second gets out of it because, <laughs> you know, of, yeah. you know, reasons. And um, <laughs> just it's a lot of variations of the same things. Yeah. Um, I do like Corey Hawkins. I think he's a really, really good 
actor and I think he's holding yeah. his own uh, actually really well. My my one hope is that I feel I want them to bring some freshness to it because I don't feel like any of it's fresh. This is stuff yeah. that we got. This is like standard like template. I feel like they just cut the template off of like seasons one through five. Yeah. Uh, and and put it in this, you know. And, yeah. Um, and they could be doing that on purpose to try and make sure everybody knows it's like, hey, we know what our roots are. Right. But you would also hope that they wouldn't just like redo but reinvent right and kind of improve and tweak but yeah at this point if you're a fan of 24 i don't know how how you would feel about it but i feel like it's just a little bit of retreading a lot of the same type of things yeah so i'm really hoping they bring an element to it that's awesome the one thing that jack bauer always did he was kind of like the guy that did whatever the shock and awe guy yeah and like he would torture some guy or just do like something crazy yeah there, Corey Hawkins isn't that person. We mm-hmm. don't have that yet. Um, I mean, there's been some cool fights and some cool things that I've seen him, yeah. seen him do. It could be Miranda Otto. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> she, she's yelling to do whatever. She she's the one who uh, I will o- always call the uh, the wraith face stabber. Yeah. So yeah. Um, from Lord of the Rings reference, I if you am no that, government right? agent <laughs> and stabs him in the you know. So um, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. I and. I'm going to keep watching it just because I am a loyal fan of the, just the, the, the legacy of yeah. 24, <laughs> but, um, we'll see. Um, and I, I'm hoping that it gets better and I guess we'll just kind of, we'll leave it at that part, but awesome. Uh, do you have any thoughts to add to that at all? No, I kind of, I've been, so I watched that first episode and it didn't really do much for me. I yeah. never watched the original one and even still it didn't really excite me. didn't do much for me. And so I kind of felt like, yeah, maybe I'll give it a couple more episodes, right. kind of see how it does. And from what it's sounding like, it's not really going anywhere. Maybe I'll give it another try though, just right. on the basis that, like I said, I, I don't know the original 24 yeah. that well. So maybe it'll be new for me. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> maybe the legacy will be a new start for me. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to cover is just kind of going to be a combo of Arrow and The Flash. Cool. Because um, I know you're almost caught up on The Flash. I'm Arrow, so close. I know. And I'm, I'm already so caught close. up on Arrow. So uh, this... Previous week's arrow um, was all social commentary. Mm. Um, it was it was a it was an episode about gun control, a filler episode mm. about gun control. Which is interesting because we talked about this. The Green Arrow originally dwelled into like in the original comic. They kind of slowly did start to dwell into social commentary and yeah. basically talking about you know prejudice and racism and right. violence and things. Like, I mean, they moved into that with the series rights and so, yeah, the Constitution and all that stuff. Yeah, so we'll see if. Maybe that's because I think Arrow overall hasn't been doing quite as well. Right. I think they've been searching for maybe the direction they want to take things in. Yeah. I haven't watched the show. But this season is, is the best it's been in in like three seasons. Cool. Yeah. So that's good to hear. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people were getting really upset for a while because I guess he wasn't killing people. You know, and like, <laughs> what? How can you right. not kill people? So, yeah. So anyways, um, with Arrow, uh, just kind of some quick thoughts. I'm still not on board. I know I keep saying this. I'm, Felicity <laughs> is bugging me. Yeah. Um, also... I'm finally liking his crew. I haven't liked his crew for a really long time, like since the beginning of the season. He kind of got a new crew. Yeah. Um, and I'm starting to get on board. I'm really like Renee. His character is, is uh, Wild Dog is his character. They're, they had some backstories with him this last uh, episode or so, but he's kind of this kind of cool guy and he's very uh, charismatic and just the way that he talks to people. I really like the way he interacts with Captain Lance. He always calls him Haas. It's kind of a funny <laughs> thing. And then... Um, uh, Rory, um, he's the rag man, the guy with like rags or whatever, uh, the meta. <laughs> he, uh, I've always, I liked like him actually, I, I really liked him from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he's been 
MIA through some situations. He's decided to pull himself out. His rags don't have abilities anymore. So I don't know what that's about, but maybe we'll get him back later because I like him. The new Black Canary is is sweet. I think she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Actually, she's actually a really good actress too, yeah. um, which I feel like maybe that role is missing a little bit yeah. um, previously in previous iterations. But yeah, so I'm 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 digging Arrow. The flashbacks are cool. Last uh, two weeks ago was a Bratfa eb- episode, which was pretty sweet seeing that. Um, but yeah, this season has been has been getting better for me, and overall, it's been better than the last two seasons. But um, yeah, so that's it for Arrow. Going into Flash, um, yeah, Flash. Flash is is all right. Now you're in season three, right? Yeah, I just started okay. off season three. I'm three episodes in. Okay, so so you're a little bit behind, uh, yep. and I've already told you this. My frustration with season three. There's a lot of retread. This Flashpoint thing is really, it's really killing the the character relationship vibes. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of things that need to be redone. Um, yeah. and bridges built again because yeah. just because of that Flashpoint thing, it really screwed a lot of things up. Which I was irritated with Barry with for. Ever, yeah. Um, but for the for for the most part, I mean, what what are your thoughts so far? So I, I've been really frustrated. So I did start to feel a little bit of that sense of like what you're talking about, which is like I'm going to hold out and not tell people things. I hate and, that, right? But like I was dealing <laughs> with it. It was frustrating. But this season has really been frustrating to me because I agree. I don't want to see a retreading of the characters dealing with issues that they've already dealt with for so long and they've already made it through and they've kind of had as like this, you know, it's the, I forget the film. Um, I think it was like the, uh, karate kid part three syndrome, okay. which is, you know, the first film they get along really well and they win. And then yeah. the second film, he goes with them to China and they, they work things out and they get along even better. And he finally puts his trust. In him. And then the third film, um, Dan, uh, like, you know, he, their character, he becomes a complete butt. You know what I mean? And he treats him like horrible. And there's no real reason for it beyond just like teenage angst. And then the whole movie is basically you trying, them trying to like get Mr. Miyagi and Daniel-san to to get back together as friends. And it's the same thing in the show with me. Mm -hmm. It really ticks me off that I have to get back to a place with the characters that I already once was at with them. Now, if that was justifiable, if they'd set up a good reason for that, then I would have been like more on board with it. But because of this fact that, well, he, yeah, he did this stupid thing right. and it was obviously selfish for him to go back and want to live that life and everything. And I felt like that was dumb, but it made sense. Yeah. But then to come back and just to have these issues with relationships because reasons. Yeah. Like it's just <laughs> reasons because right. we just needed it. It's just really frustrating. Yeah. And it's like, seriously, I did not need more of this type. I You could have literally just given me an expanded universe like right. he's dealing now with not just earth one but he's got earth two and three and four and who knows like I, you can deal with all of the issues with mm-hmm. that and then have it be a world that he has to like right. fight off bad people from and stuff but I, I didn't need let's have more relationship angst between these characters you right. know so yeah I, that's kind of where i'm at yeah and uh so they had a hiatus this week they didn't have an episode this week uh, they, their previous episode they left it on a little bit of, of a cliffhanger i won't ruin it for you but <laughs> they left it on a little bit of a cliffhanger where they're going to take us back to earth two um it seems like but one one general thing that i've really been loving about the last two seasons actually all of all of it so far yeah. is the actor Tom Cavanaugh who plays Harrison Wells. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's like one of my favorite things. He's about got it. a yeah. huge range yeah. too. Like he goes from this like super serious, like evil 
like kind of like evil guy, you know, in disguise, you know, in yeah. the first one to, uh, being this like, just kind of jaded, like, you know, I don't care about anybody except for my daughter type thing in the second one. Mm-hmm. And in the third one, um, I don't know how far you are, but he gets like really goofy. And, <laughs> I've seen that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, but he's, he, he doesn't contribute anything. Cause I feel like they have enough scientists <laughs> or cooks in the kitchen, if you will. He doesn't contribute anything on a scientific level, um, anymore. Um, yeah. but he's, he's very entertaining to have. And yeah. there's a lot of little one lines that he throws in there that I really like. And he's kind of up there right now just because I was frustrated with Cisco due to the flashpoint stuff at the beginning of the season yeah. where he's kind of up there now with like Cisco. I'm liking him kind of along the lines of like Cisco interjecting his like kind of quirky like remarks and those kinds of things. But Tom Cavanaugh, man, he's just, he's just great. Hmm. Um, I'm excited to see where this is going. I, I think it could just only get, it could only get better from here. I think, um, and I hope, I hope this doesn't ruin it too much for you, but I really want there just to be one speedster. Again, that I totally agree with that. I okay. think they've gotten way too. It's lessened the impact and the importance of, of the Flash. The Flash, right? Yeah, it, it's like anybody can have super speed as long as you just get hit by lightning with right, this, right? Set I know, of I know, and I and I hate that. And <laughs> yeah. I want, as I appreciate it, I want them to maybe pull a Legends, which usually what they'll do is they'll show cool characters, and then they'll be like, "All right, awesome, now go help the Legends of Tomorrow and be on that show because we can't yeah. have it too crowded in in the Flash or Arrow, whatever it is." Yeah, and I hope they do that, but I just want there to be one speedster you know yeah and i and again i'm only in the beginning of the season yeah. i really hope they decide on a relationship for barry i'm really getting sick of the is he gonna get together with iris or not and oh he did but no he didn't no right, he did right, right, no right. he didn't i'm like just get i i will say this too i'm actually more of a fan of him and caitlin i kind of think that they right. would okay they would connect a lot better and get along a lot better i think that's just on the basis that you know him and iris have this history <laughs> that they talk about all the time yeah. but you never really get to see that or understand yeah. that whereas him and caitlin you've seen work right. together and have to do things together and you've seen them both go, go through loss together and overcome those losses and it's right. been a lot of loss on barry's side <laughs> a lot of loss on caitlin's side but iris for the most part she lost a mom that she never even knew that yeah. she had she got a brother and then other than that she's gotten a job promotion so it's just like i just feel like they're they're soldiers in arms yeah a bit better but i i think obviously iris is the person for him you'll find some stuff out soon my friend yeah. so stay tuned but that is all that we have for tube talk today and um uh we'll be uh getting trying to get these out weekly uh, as, yeah. as we see tv and and talking about it but yeah if you had any thoughts about what we had to say about the shows or just questions or just want to interject something shoot us an email uh, you can reach us here at realreviewmedia at gmail.com um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash realreviewmedia and that's again that's real spelled R-E-E-L if you haven't uh, noticed that by now it's a common theme <laughs> and then also um, if you want to check our, our website out and you can get some cool news and updates as that gets updated uh frequently as well at realreviewmedia.com and sign up for the newsletter so you can get some updates on what's what's happening what's been going on there but it's been awesome today uh anything else you want to say joel no it's been great awesome it's been real it's been real